Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Um, I just want to give an outline of the team once again. And so the team is myself, um, Dion, and Larry, and Mr. 850, who will be kind of interjecting throughout the webinar. And just so you guys know, this is actually my first webinar. So bear with me. I usually like teaching in front of an audience to get that audience energy. So um, this is new for me. So um, as much um, as much you guys can try to participate as much as you as much as you want, because that actually helps me carry this forward. Um, we also have Adam, Star and Kevin and Kevin, where you see the little star beside their name. And their job is to also help us like what's happening now and all the new requirements that is happening in COVID. It's, it's so relatively new. Information is changing all the time. So what we thought we'd do with this webinar to make it dynamic is that if people have questions and I don't have the answer readily available, these guys are going to research it in real time and hopefully get an answer back to you within, within the course. If not within the, 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 the class today, if not a follow-up class, they'll get the answer to you. So if you have questions or something like that, you need to ask them, put them out there and Kevin and, and Adam will, will review them and try to get an answer. And he'll answer back either I may give the answer or you may see the answer come back um, in some kind of messaging. All right. Um, and this is totally participating. So if you guys want to participate, please participate because we're all learning here. You know, we're all trying to learn and figure out how to navigate through this COVID experience and be financially fit and come out of it ahead rather than behind because, you know, there's nothing, there's no point of reference for this. There's not, there's never been a time where the government is telling us, yo, stay home. You know, that's the best thing to do. You know, it, it even contradicts unemployment, which we'll get into later, where, where unemployment, when you're on unemployment, the theory is, is that we're going to give you amount that will um, support you, but still encourage you to seek and look for work. This is the first time where the government is saying, do not seek and look for work. We need you to stay home and distance yourself. So this, what anybody will tell you is what it is all new and we have to kind of learn it together and, and try to get through it. But what my goal of this, our goal of this program is that when 
COVID-19 is, is, is behind us and whatever behind us looks like, you guys are going to come out in a better position, hopefully financially, and you'll be ready to attack what this new mar how this new market presents itself. Because if you're relying on um, what I would consider the norm or, or the quote unquote, how things used to be, I think you have to really change your mindset to that because how things used to be is no longer. How Monday was is not going to be how Tuesday was. You know, this COVID-19 is going to have a long-term impact. So what this program is not to encourage you to sit and wait for things to go back and then try to continue your life as is. It's really to take action now, to be defensive, which we'll talk about, but also be offensive. Um, Larry, please go to the next slide. Thank you. Okay, so let's talk about weathering the current pandemic and coming out in a better position. What do I mean by that? And what, do, what am I saying by that? It means understanding the variables and the dynamic that is around you and understanding that, yes, we are in something that is tragic and horrible. So I'm gonna put it out there. It's horrible. People are losing their lives. We're getting a death toll ticker that's, tw that's on 24 hours on CNN. And it's, it's depressing, but, you know, we have to still look at um, what we have as our greatest asset, which is time. And, you know, time is giving to us in many forms, shapes, and fashion. Sometimes it's not delivered in the way we expect it. It's not bottled up, gift wrapped and saying, oh, now you have all this time and do as you please to become a better you. No, it's taking advantage of when we have the time. The time that we have is now. So I expect everybody that's listening and being part of this webinar to understand that I have, to, I cannot disrespect my time. I have to value my time and I have to find ways in which I can leverage this time to become a better you and become in a better financial position, positioning. And it starts with what I just mentioned earlier, understanding what is the new norm and what is it looking like compared to what it looked like a month ago, two months ago, three months ago. And I can tell you, you know, if you follow statistics and you see like all this unemployment that's happening, what's happening is the jobs that were not applicable in these, this current environment are no longer needed. Now that could be, for, and that could be for a short period of time. It could be for a long period of time. We don't really know. And nobody can seriously tell you how long that's going to be. So what are you going to do to adapt to what the market is dictating? What are you going to do to make sure that you are navigating through this market, this current market correctly? Because, sorry, I'm, I'm hearing something. Because if you're thinking that, oh, I can continue doing this business as usual, then that's where you may be sadly mistaken. I mean, just for the point of like, if you, if you reflect off like the larger companies, like for example, General Motors, which is, you know, an icon company in America, they had to stop making cars. And instead, they're making respiratory systems. They're understanding that the environment has changed. The demand for cars is not there, even in the short term. So we have to now recreate ourselves. So GM is recreating ourselves. Then you have to recreate yourself. Even there's a, I watched some 60 Minutes. There's a local um, business that their job was, they made displays for all the, um, for a lot of number of retail stores. Obviously, they're, in, they're affected by the, by the COVID because retail is completely dead right now. So what did they do? How did they pivot? How did they reposition themselves? Instead of making plastic displays, they're making plastic masks for hospitals and so forth. And this is a Brooklyn-based company. And now Mayor de Blasio gave them a half a million dollar contract to produce masks for the hospital. 
So that's kind of the mindset you have to understand. Where do I need to pivot? Where do I need to grit, strengthen my skill set to adapt to what's happening on to what's happening today? So it starts with you know any business person that's been successful and achieved success has started. It starts right here. And if you're not ready mentally, if you don't have that mental mindset that yes, I'm going to position myself in a defensive position to make sure I'm covering my resources, but I'm also going to attack the market and see what's out there for opportunities that I can take advantage of. And if you see a lot of companies are shifting to web-based stuff, web businesses, because that's what is needed now. So if you yourself, you know, in a business, you have to realign yourself and figure out how can I position myself? Um, let's go to the next slide, Larry. Okay, so what today's session is going to focus on, it's really going to focus on setting um, a basis, and this is more a defensive position to understand like what's available out there that can help you navigate financially through these times that can support you. Because obviously, a lot of us are suffering a loss in um, income. And so what is the government uh, making available to us? And I'll tell you, you know, I, I've been saying it the last week or so. And oh, so it's, you're seeing some questions coming up. And you know, if you can answer yes or no to these questions, it just helps us kind of navigate um, through this this webinar because we want to make it dynamic. We really want to uh, be able to answer questions to our audience that's listening to the show today, versus just assuming that there's certain there's a certain things that these that people are that are watching are like are you a business owner or you're not, or, you know? Because I want to make sure that we're focusing in on key issues that help you. Um, so when you see this pop up, please just answer yes or no. So I know there's international people listening to this that live outside the United States, and some of these things may not apply to you currently, but I promise you within the four weeks, it will start applying to you, and there's going to be things that, that are going to help you and, and, and better you. So just bear with me. But, Sean? you know, yes. Sean, can I make a quick note? Sorry, sorry, everyone. Sure. I know some people have been uh, contacting uh, and replying to the thread with issues connecting because the password isn't working. Uh, that's my bad. Um, it, there's... Uh, a weird thing that where it defaults to a, a randomized password, but we've reset the password. So if you know anyone else who's having trouble joining right now, just let them know that the password should be working. The current password is working, Larry? Current password is working. The one that was sent to everyone. Okay. You want to, all right. You want to send out a blast while we're on and let everybody know. That uh, I, will, I will do that. And then it's the all same. The it's, it's live FC in all caps 2020. Yeah. So everybody that's registered and signed up, just send them out a blast of what the password is. Okay, so back to regular programming. So what's happened now, and I, I'll say it, I, I'll say it, you know, socialism kind of has taken over. And when I say socialism has taken over, I mean, the government has intervened, the government has pouring potentially two, $2 trillion into the US economy to help keep help stabilize the economy. So we don't go from a recession into a depression. And we are currently, you know, for the record, in a recession. Are we in a depression? Argumentally, some will say no, some will say yes, but for guaranteed right now, we're in a recession, all right? So what has the government done? From a federal, there's, a, there's federal things happening and there's state things happening. So understand the difference between the two. On the federal level, there, the Small Business Administration, SBA, has taken the initiative to create um, different programs or different funding um, routes for you guys, for us to take advantage of. Okay. And so I'm going to go through them high level. And if you have any questions, once again, ask, and it's more of figuring out where you fit in. Okay. 
So the first one that everybody's talking about they is called the Paycheck Protection Program. Now this is for registered companies with less than 500 employees, okay? And funds, this, fund, this um, program is, is more geared towards employees. So what the government's mindset is with this is that, you know, in the past, you know, they would tell people to, if you lose your job or if you get laid off, to apply for unemployment insurance, right? As your safety net, which we all pay into. But what they're saying now with the mindset is if they tell you, if everybody goes and applies for unemployment insurance, it'll take us, the recovery out of this COVID will be much longer. So what they've done, which I think is smart, is to be proactive and say, you know what? We don't want companies to force to be forced to have to lay you off because they're not making any money. It's better that we pay them to keep you employed. And why is that? Because the learning curve. So if the companies laid everybody off and they rehired people, it's going to take them a while to train them, to get them up to speed, to make sure they know their job and so forth, and which would which would drag the economy even longer and drag us and keep us in this recessionary period even longer than expected. What the government wants to do is that as soon as we are, we have stabilized this whole COVID-19 and the numbers have gone down to a minimum, boom, everybody goes back to work, everybody goes back to their regular job and the economy starts moving again. So that's why they said, let's create a program that will allow employers to keep um, people employed. And this is what they came up with the Paycheck Protection Program. And I will say this, these programs, since they're so new and this environment is so new for everybody, they're changing a lot. Like there was a change that just came in yesterday, which I'll talk about later. So don't think that because what I say today on April 14th may be applicable tomorrow, or the next week or the next week, they're gonna, things are changing all the time and you have to keep up, you know? And when you're getting this information, especially about business loans, okay, so, Majority of you are not business owners. So, okay, I'm, I'm going to focus a little bit, but not go too deep in it because 73% of you guys are not business owners. Thank you. Um, what, <clears throat> sorry, where you should be getting this information from is the source, okay, which is sba.gov. As much as I even like you to go to Financially Clean to find information or other websites, do not go to secondary sources. Go directly to sba.gov. The reason why, because there's a lot of predators out there. They're gonna be putting up these fake websites, asking for all your personal information, and then you'll find your credit or whatever be compromised. So this information should be going from sba.gov or the, your bank where you bank from. And make sure you check the thread, like, you check, you know, like you're not being sent to another website, to another website, which is not something that is a credible website, okay? Very important because predators are all around waiting to take advantage of you. So back to protection program, it's protection, paycheck protection program. So what they're saying, they want at least 75% of the monies that they give you to go towards payroll for what I just explained earlier, because they want to encourage people not to let people go, all right? The other 25% can go towards other things like your rent, your mortgage, interest, or your or utilities. And this program is only available until June 30th. And now, would I encourage you to apply even if you don't need it? I say yes, because at the end of the day, even if worst case scenario, you have to pay this back, you have six month grace period in which to pay it back. You're paying at 1% interest and you have a two year maturity to which in, in which to pay it back. So even 
if you know for some reason you don't use it towards payroll you don't use it for its main reason you it's an it's practically an interest-free loan that you can use to expand yourself grow your business and do what you need to do and cover yourself during this short period during this time because i'll tell you in these times you know cash is king you want to try to keep your resources where it belongs with you and you want to use as little of your money as possible to maintain um maintain your status right and for this particular loan you apply through your bank not through sba.gov that's more informative but you need to apply through your bank and i'm hearing we did an interview on my podcast yesterday two black guys with good credit please listen um and our upcoming friday show talks about this and we got an actual guy that that does a lot of um sba lending and so forth and he mentioned that you know some banks which i'm not going to name are are overwhelmed and they're declining applicants while some banks are like i'm with chase chase has been very welcoming so far. i haven't gotten any money yet but the application process was online it was ready available and you may find that your bank is not so welcoming to this loan and it's not like we would love to say that everybody just jumped in and joined in and working collectively to make this happen but unfortunately some are some are but you have the option there's other you can go to other financial institutions and apply for this okay and my suggestion is to Google it. Maybe Adam and Kevin can Google it while I'm speaking and give them a few suggestions that if your current bank is not um, allowing you to apply for this, what other banks are welcoming you to do this, okay? Um, next slide, Larry. Am I going too fast, everybody? Just give me a, a message, yes or no, or, or is, is everybody okay with the pace so far? No, no, good, no, you're fine, you're good, thank you. Nope, good pace. Thank you. Yes, we're good. Okay, let's go to the let's go to the next one. It's called the Economic Injury Disaster Loan Advance. Sorry, go back, Larry. You went. You just jumped. Okay. Now, as of two days ago, this was you could get up to ten thousand dollars and a total of two million dollars. And it's not even. I wouldn't. I don't know why they even call it a loan. It's it's a grant, meaning that this does not have to be repaid. It's your money to use as, as at will. But if anybody noticed, they changed the rules yesterday. And I even got the, the, the guy that I interviewed on my podcast mentioned it in the middle of our podcast. And then I actually got an email from Chase today discussing it. What they've changed, and instead of giving you up to $10,000, which most people were going to qualify for, they're saying now you're getting $1,000 per employee. How far can that go for you? I don't know. And I think a lot of it was happening. This is so much on the fly that the government is not even realizing, like, you know, I think there is, I don't want to misquote the number, but I, I, I heard upwards of 70 million applicants or something has been up there and you do the math. That $2 trillion is going to go very quickly. And, you know, just even go back a little further, you know, the $2 trillion is not coming from taxpayers or it's not coming from some hidden account that they have. The treasury is literally printing money to give you these payouts. And if anybody knows economics 101, when you make an oversupply of anything, especially when it comes to money, that can lead to like down the road an inflationary period. And what is that going to mean to the U.S., to the world economy? I don't know. It could mean prices could jump up after this. There's going to be a correction process that's going to happen when, when all this passes. And I don't know what is that going to look like. And I don't think a lot of people can tell you what it's going to look like. But I can only tell you Economics 101. When you put a lot of supply out there, a lot of money out there, that usually results in some type of inflationary period down the road. Okay, so what they've said now, they've, they've changed the rules. They're saying no longer are we giving up to $10,000. I'm sorry, 
we've changed it. What we're giving now the thousand dollars per employee. But I applied for this loan as well. Okay. And you know, it was, it's a, it was very simple and I have um, two LLCs and I asked the expert yesterday, I have, you know, my shipping business and then I also have some real estate holdings where I have tenants. Is it, can I apply for more than one under the different LLCs? And his answer was sure. <laughs> you know, some like people don't know, not everybody's going to be able to answer all the questions because it's so relatively known. There's not like they have pamphlets from a year ago and even SBA.gov, they're not giving pages and pages of information on this. So, you know, you have to kind of, once again, go to that website, try to stay current, but you know, I'll give you the summary of what I think it is and what it means to you. Okay. Um, the term I, I, I and I, I, from what I'm understanding, it you yes. Did you want to add that the thousand, uh, the, the ten thousand originally, the thousand now? That's what's supposed to be immediate, and then you get the balance um, over time in a in a second lump sum. Why, well, thank you, Dion. Absolutely. So the so, so the thousand will come immediately, and then you will be a pre-approved for another for a total sum, which would come down the road. Now, even I asked the gentleman that we interviewed yesterday who's dealing with this on a day to day basis, does he know anybody to date that's received? Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. From a local business to a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award winning insights, and business solutions so powerful you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Any funds? No. But supposedly the first set of funding went out okay hi i'm with chase and i'm a new small okay somebody's there with and i'm a new small business owner however i have not gotten an official business phone can i still apply to the paycheck loan yes you have until june 30th to apply and i encourage everybody that thinks they're qualified to apply all right but it's supposed to be a two-part loan but to date i don't know and i haven't known and nobody else has told me that they have known everybody else on this has gotten some kind of payout please let us know because to date, we don't, we haven't heard anybody that's gotten any kind of funding. And how many right. employees do you actually need to have? One. One, yeah. And it can be why you. Do they call, why <laughs> do they call a loan if it's essentially a grant? Your guess is as good as mine. But the first part of it is actually a grant and does not need to be repaid. Because what the government is saying, and I've listened to a number of shows and read a number of things, is that, you know, this is happening so fast. 
they're hoping that economics 101 will prevail, meaning that you'll get the money and you'll put it out there in the economy. You'll keep the economy moving forward. You'll keep spending. You'll keep doing those things to keep the economy, your economy, whether it's the U.S., whatever country, to keep the economy moving forward. But did they have a set plan? No, because they, they, had, they were so reactive to this that the planning is not is not there was no time to the plan remember we found about uh, about covid let's call it january sometime january where we assume that okay there's only a couple of cases to boom march where it was like i was in trinidad in, in february you know non-social distancing myself all through carnival and nobody was talking about that and this was late february came back to new york you know things looked okay you heard it was happening other places you didn't think it was going to actually impact america and then two weeks later you know everything's turned upside down. So this is, this is a reality. Um, let's go to the next one. So the last two that um, the small business, uh, the small, the last two that the government is offering, the SBX is an express bridge loan and SBA debt relief. And all of these, these two last ones, which I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it, are only applicable if you have a current relationship with the SBA. So the bridge loan means allow small businesses who currently have a relationship, an SBA approved lender to access up to $25,000 quickly. And when I say relationship, because I asked the question yesterday, does that mean if I had a loan five years ago, I paid it off in full, does that mean I have a relationship? No, you have to have a current active loan where, they'll send, where they can access you money immediately. So I'm gonna assume, unless Larry wants to pose a question, that majority of people listening today do not have a relationship with the SBA, so it's not applicable. And the other one, the debt relief means that they'll cover your principal and interest and fees of a current loan. And an S7A loan is considered a small business loan. And the 501C is considered of a real estate type loan. Just send it to send it to voicemail. So, and I may have it reversed, it may be the opposite. One is real estate and the other one is a small business. I think I have it right. All right. So if you're if you have any of those current loans with the small business, with the, with the federal government SBA, then they will kind of uh, put your loan on pause until hopefully this COVID-19 passes. All right, um, next slide. Okay, so now let's move forward for individuals, which is 73% of, of those that are listening today. Okay, the, one of the first things that the, this is, we're still talking on a federal level, that the government did was provide us with a stimulus check. All right. And Dion, what was the name that they mentioned? What else did they call it? Um, we did on the podcast. Sorry. You're on mute. You're on mute. You're on mute, Dion. It is also referred to as an economic impact check. Right. So a, a stimulus check or an economic impact check. And what that means is that Basically, the government wants to stimulate the economy, wants to put money out there, wants people to spend. He doesn't want the economy to go, like I said, from a recession to a depression. So what that means, if you filed your taxes in 2018 or 2019, you are qualified for this. And if you have a problem with the IRS, like you owe the IRS money, you have liens, some, some kind of situation with the IRS, it's okay. It's okay this time you're still qualified to get this stimulus check, all right? And those, but for to date, I haven't met anybody that's gotten it. I asked a question yesterday to an expert. He hasn't met anybody that's gotten it. I'm checking my Chase account daily to see if I get this direct deposit. 
I haven't seen it. For those that are, do get it, anybody listening on this webinar, please, Dion, you got it? Hot off the press. I'm heard, I heard it's supposed to actually hit tomorrow. That's what I heard. Okay. Yeah. On the news, CNN. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. Somebody says mine is dropping tomorrow, like Dion just said. Um, and they're back to my, the, the, the results. Yes, 96% of us do not have a relationship with, as an SBA lender. Okay. Somebody knows somebody that got it. Great. So what you're supposed to get if you filed single and you made up to $75,000, up to $75, you are going to get $1,200. If you're married and collectively you make up to $150,000, you're going to get $2,400. And how did the government come up with these numbers? They took an uh, overall average and they looked at what the average salaries of Americans are and they just based it on that to give a flat number rather than try to work it by income bracket because once again time was of the essence so now it it, it kind of declines based on if you make seventy five thousand dollars or more and but if you're married with if you're married with two children so if you're married with two children you're going to get the twelve hundred dollars if i remember it correctly and let's open up this and your kids are qualified as well. I think it's $500, Dion, correct me if I'm wrong, That is child. correct. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And there's also, um, there's online calculators. Uh, one's Omni. Um, if you ever want to go online and just plug in your info, if that's easier for you, just so you know. <laughs> right. And I, this, this graph, if you guys want to take a, I don't know if you want to do a screenshot with it, picture of it, it will show you basically what your salary is and what you can expect. All right. And if you make more than $99,000, you're getting nothing, I'm sorry to say. And if collectively you make more than $198,000, if you're married, you're getting nothing, okay? So look at this chart, we found it, it's a reputable chart and it will take you through, they'll take you through it to see what, and what, what you should be getting. And if you have automatic um, payments through the IRS, there's nothing you need to do, it's automatically gonna hit your account. And for those that don't, you can go to irs.gov and give them your banking information. Zoom in, please, again. Oh, that you guys saw when I zoomed in? Okay, wonderful. You can see it now? Um, so if you go to irs.gov, you can give them your banking information. And I recommend that you do that. I, I don't think at these times you want to be waiting on that check coming to you in the mail. All right? They're giving you the opportunity to give them your banking information so they can give you money. Did they open up the link yet? I'm not sure what the link is regarding, but if the link is to the IRS.gov to open it to, to giving your banking information, yes, it's available. Okay, so let's move to unemployment benefits, all right? Now, unemployment usually just happens on a state level, but for this unusual time, the federal government got involved as well, okay? There we go, somebody just gave the link. Kevin gave it, the link is above. Thank you, Kevin, all right? The federal government got involved. They're worried. And, you know, you know, I'm not a politician in any way, but I can, I can, I can guarantee you upcoming election has a lot to do with it as well, why they're getting involved and why they're so, you know. So what they've done is that they're giving you $600 a week, federal unemployment insurance, which has never been done before. So meaning it doesn't matter how much money you made for how much money you're currently making. If you file for unemployment, the federal government is going to give you $600 a week. And they're calling this the $4,000 club, a lot of people are saying, because 
Now, on top of that, you're still going to get your state unemployment insurance. And depending on what state you live in, that number can vary. I heard in some states it can go as low as $40 a week, while in some states it goes as high as $450 a week. So if you do the math, if you're able to get $450 a week plus the $600, that gives you over $1,000 a week, hence why you become part of this $4,000 club. And what they're saying, the, the, the theory is, is that if you make less than $60,000 a year, you'll actually more than likely be making more money from your unemployment than you would from your salary job. All right. Now, is that unusual? Yes. But remember, these times are different. What the government is trying to do is encouraging you to stay home, encouraging you to social distance. Right. So that's why these, this seems unusual, seems odd. But as long as they know you're going to stay home, this virus will pass. You know, and, and it's jumping back a little further, too. I want to go back a little when we talk about, you know, the norm, because I don't think I really got deep into it. Um, and about the mental mindset, all right? One thing as, as, as humans on a high level, like hearing about death, being around death is not a normal thing. It can bring anxiety, it can bring depression, and it doesn't put us into the mindset that we need to be to propel. So like myself, what I practice is, you know, I used to listen to CNN on a regular basis. I'm not, not, not promoting CNN, but you know, I don't think it's healthy, especially if you want to move to the next le less level in life to be watching like continuously all day, like a death poll and how many people are dying and what's happening. Get your news for the day, whether it's in the morning or the evening, give yourself an hour to catch up of what's happening because it's, it's very important that we know what's happening. But to have your TV on all day, taking in this depressing news that's happening, it's not healthy. And I always, when I, when I look at these things from a, like a business perspective, I always focusing on, you know, what can I control in this event? And other than the people, God bless them, that are actually out there rolling up their sleeves, working in the medical profession or supporting the medical profession to some extent, the rest of us, what we can practice is social distancing, which is staying six feet away from people and cleaning, staying clean, cleaning our hands actively, doing those type of things. For the last, since COVID or the pandemic has been going on, that hasn't changed. Nothing, that is still consistently what we need to do, social distance ourselves and clean ourselves. So with that in mind, hearing all this other depressing inf on, on ongoing information is not helping us. I believe it's actually doing us a disservice because it's making you sit there glued and depressed. So many people I speak to are going through anxiety, depression, and God forbid, if you're living alone, it's, it's even making it worse. So I'm not telling you not to pay attention to the news, but don't spend all day watching it. Use this time to grow. Use this time, even if you say to yourself, well, I don't know what, I can't think of what to do. Read, <laughs> stay out of current. I've found all, a lot of my business ideas and business initiatives from the newspaper, because I'm just trying to figure out supply versus demand. What is needed out there and how can I supply it? And the news in the newspaper tells you that. But some of us are stuck in our ways and do not want to change. Like, this is the first time, like Dion and I said, and Larry and I said, and Mr. said that we've done a webinar. Am I comfortable just speaking to my computer? Absolutely not. As I go through this, I'm getting more comfortable. It's good to see Dion there supporting me, and she was able to chime in. And that just gave me a, huh, a sigh of relief. Like, she has my back. 
but is it something I'm used to? No, I love speaking to audiences, but these are different times. What was I supposed to do? Wait on the sideline till COVID passes, then start teaching again? No, I'm adapting to my new environment. I'm making this part of my new norm. I'm not even thinking of when I'm gonna be in a classroom, when I'm gonna be with a live audience, because that's not a reality right now. What's a reality is this current environment. And that's the reality in which you have to adapt to. You have done, you, not only has COVID won, if you haven't caught COVID or nobody near you, God, God bless you. But if that is the case and you just go back into this economy with not becoming a better you, then COVID has taken advantage of you in some way. You have to become a better you in this situation. You have to better your skill sets, find opportunities. Like one thing I always, you know, you know, they always say, well, hey, we want people to buy coal again. Coal is coming. No, certain things are dead. And maybe the answer is not just think that you can mine coal, but the answer is to figure out how can I become tech savvy? What training courses can I take to adapt to this environment? You know, people say, I, you know, what opportunities, what jobs are out there? There are plenty of opportunities still out there. Like maybe you don't want to work in a hospital. I get that point you know, because there's a certain level of risk and that's what you're nervous about. But there's a lot of supporting things that are out there that can support hospitals that you can work at. For example, you know, and I don't want to go too far into, but, you know, unemployment used to do only a hundred thousands of cases every week. They're doing, they're at, they're doing millions every week. Maybe you think unemployment is looking for people to work from home. You know, there's, they and, just, yeah, they know, just hired thousands of people. Thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Online courses are there waiting for you waiting for you to take and better your skill set. So there's no opportunity, there's no excuse. I don't care who's listening to say that there's nothing I can't do except watch CNN all day or watch the news other than better myself. You have the, you owe it to yourself to come out better after this has passed. Sorry to go Sean, off on a tangent. Yes. I just wanted to chime in real quick as hey, Mr. what you're talking about. Yes. And uh, I want to thank you for um, putting this podcast on first of all and that, Having um, Dion, okay, seminar and Larry and uh, Dion, as well as um, Borough President Eric Adams. I want to also just tell everyone that yes, you're right. You have to be able to um, look at things you're doing and change from within. You have to sharpen your discipline. You have to focus on what really matters. And uh, one of the things that I'm finding out is that. There are a lot of little things that I've put on the back burner at my home uh, because I've always placed a premium on my uh, other apartments to do things there instead of at home. So now I'm home and I'm focused on sharpening all the things that were loose that were not pretty much um, put in the front burner for me. So I've removed a lot of those issues. I've repaired a lot of the little things and I'm focused on just removing all the things in my life, clothes wise, um, trinket wise, that really don't matter. So once this is over, we can all get to a new level of discipline within ourselves and not just go back to the new, the, the so-called normal, because we don't know what that really looks like when we come right. through Exactly. And, you know, I'll tell you, my day started at seven in the morning and I have to quit at nine at night. <laughs> my days are longer than they've ever been. And like Jeff just said, I really want to reemphasize for those that are sitting and waiting for things to go back to how they were. You're fooling yourself. I was around during 9-11. I was actually in the building when the first plane hit and things never went back to how they used to be before the plane hit. I was working in the, what was the World Financial Center, which was connected to the World Trade Center. The plane hit. We moved to New Jersey. You know, I got laid off. I started my own business. It never went back to me going back to working at American Express. 
So if you think there's going to be, oh, I'm just waiting for this to pass and everything goes back, then you are doing yourself an injustice. Please, Larry, next slide. Um, let's go talk out now. I agree to longer days. Exactly. Thank you so much. I love the comments, by the way. Keep them coming. Resources for individual. Let's talk about certain things that may apply to people. Student loans. I mentioned earlier, you have to understand. Like I have talking to people and they're like, oh, you know, I'm still going to continue to pay this and continue to pay that because I can. Yes, I understand that mindset, but you got to understand these are the times where, you know, you need to have your reserve because nobody can tell you the end date. I can't tell you the end date to this. The president of the United States can't tell you the end date to this. No economist, no doctor can tell you when this is going to end. You know, everybody's talking about flattening the curve. I do believe we will eventually flatten the curve, but there could be another wave. And there's got to be the new norm. Like, I don't know when next I'll even shake somebody's hand again. I don't know when people finally come out of this. Are they going to be running to, 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 to doing things like going out to movies, going out to dinner? There's still going to be a transition of when people are slowly going to get comfortable. You know, I had a friend tell me she flew from New York to Dallas recently. $26 she paid on the flight to go. You know, four people on the plane. And but she got for four hour flight, she got no water, no nothing because the airline flight stewards don't want to serve anybody because they don't want to get close to anybody. When is that going to change? You know, when are things so you can't sit there and think that, you know, things are going to go back. So when it comes to student loans, federal loans, federally backed student loans, they're suspending payments and interest until September, um, until September 30th. No impact on your credit score. My advice to you is to take advantage of that. Whatever, even if you don't use, need your student loan money and you want to just keep it in the bank until September, fine. And if you want to lump sum pay it in September, then go right ahead. But my advice to you is to keep that money on reserve because we don't know what will be coming next. All right. Mortgages, which I did myself. For those of you that have mortgages, um, I call my lenders and I, I spoke to them. Thank you. I called my lenders and I spoke to, you know, each and every single one of them. Some were, I just had a new mortgage. I did a new refinance and my new refinance mortgage was like, sorry, you're going to have to make the payment. Um, my, my mortgages that have been around for a little bit longer, they understood. And I get it. I'm, I'm, I'm new on their portfolio. I'm a new business to them. They're not, they're not giving me any kind of concession. So I had to pay one. I have to pay one and I'm allowed to defer three. All right. But I understand it. So let's just talk. So when I advise everybody, if you want an action plan, when you leave, regardless of where you live, what country you live, call every single one of your lender individually. And it's important that you call them. We're going to get into that. We're going to deferring the interest. We're going to, it's important that you call them before the payment is due, not after before the payment is due, because that's when they're going to work with you. And sometimes you can dictate the pace and tell them what you're looking for, because some of them, it's all relative new. Some lenders have asked me, how long do you need? How many months do you want? And some have kind of just told me how much they're giving. Every lender is different. They're not correlated. They're not working together. They're not having these meetings to say, this is what the game plan is going to be. Every company has their own different set of rules and every landlord has their own set of rules. Okay. And so now this is what I want to get you to understand the difference between freezing your account versus deferring payment and accruing interest. Okay. And I found this out when I called American Express, American Express said, Sean, you've been a customer with us since 2002. We are going to freeze your account. What does that mean in layman's terms? That means 
I don't have to make a payment. One, there's going to be no interest charging. There's going to be no interest accruing. Everything is going to stay the same as if it, as if it was, as if nothing ever happened. It's going to freeze in time. I can still put things on the credit card. Those things will add up into the credit card and the next month we'll reassess. I was like, great, this is beautiful. My assumption was every credit card, other credit cards that I have are going to be offering similar programs. So I called my MasterCard and I called Discover and come to find out like MasterCard was deferring payment, payment deferment, which is different than freezing your account. And this is why I don't want you guys to get caught off guard. What is the difference between freezing and deferring? Deferring means that you don't have to make the payment, but the interest is still accruing. There's still, if, if your credit card is a 19 and 29% interest, they're still adding in that interest. So they're still looking at the business. They're still making money off you until when that payment is finally due, you're going to get this big pay bill that's due because all the interest is going to accrue. So I told MasterCard, the hell with that. I'm, let me make this payment because I'm not trying to pay that accrued interest. So you really have to call every individual lender and ask them, are you freezing my account or are you deferring it? And let them tell you what they're doing. And they may skirt around the question and they may not answer it, but you need to get a direct answer from them. And understand this, especially in these times, everything is negotiable, right? Everything is negotiable and you can negotiate more than you think you can. And another important question, ensure it shouldn't happen because what usually happens when it comes to credit reporting is that agents, every company, every company reports um, your payments to the bureaus, which are the bureaus. If you've taken my course before, our course, it's TransUnion, Equifax, and Experian. But they're saying that they're not reporting it now. So if you haven't made a payment, it shouldn't be reported. But you still need to ask the question, will this have any impact on my credit score? Very important question to ask. Next slide. Let's talk about healthcare, okay? Now, I, I have everybody's familiar in the United States with COBRA, what usually COBRA is, if you switch jobs, get laid off or something, that while you're not employed with that company, you can still have our loans being extended. Yes, I'll go back to that question. Yes, loans can be extended, meaning that, that for example, my, my loan for my, my car payment for my work van, for Nicknet Direct, um, it ended, I just give me an, I'm going to give you an arbitrary date. It's supposed to, my last payment is supposed to be on April, 2021. When I called them and I said, Hey, you know, my business has been impacted by the, by the, the pandemic. What are you guys looking to do? They said, well, what we'll do is that we're going to give you three months non-payment relief and we'll add it on to the end of your lease. So meaning now if my lease was supposed to end in April, 2021, it's actually going to end in June, May, June, July, July, 2021. So I'll still have to make those payments, but I don't have to make them today. And I took the deal because I understand that I want to keep as much cash as possible and I'll rather extend the payment because I don't know where things are going to change and what's going to happen. So I know my work van, I have three months where I don't have to make payments. Now my personal car, I called, I called um, them up and they were like, sorry, you have to make the payment. You know, we don't have a plan intact for you. So I had, so I still have to make that payment, which is due on the 22nd of this month. Um, let's go to health resources. Now in the United States, we have something called COBRA, meaning that if you lose, when you, when you leave your job, you can still have your current insurance, whatever that is for up to 18 months. But what you may find out, the big surprise is how much your old job subsidized your health insurance, because 
you may have been paying $18, $20 a month, maybe $100 a month when you were working at that company because they were subsidizing it and your payment may balloon up to keep that same insurance premium. So I would recommend that, you know, you compare and, you know, go to healthcare.gov or please put your pride aside because Medicaid has great coverage if you apply. Get Medicaid what you can to keep it going. And then once again, to kind of minimize your costs, find out what your medical needs are and what you're looking for and what these different plans offer to help you get through these times. And when COVID testing that people are talking about, the testing is free. Don't get me wrong. The testing is free, but the, the, if you are positive or somebody needs your family, the medical um, costs may not be free. Hopefully you understand the difference. But once again, you can always negotiate your health bill. I've seen people do it. I've helped people do it where you get a certain health bill and you can negotiate that bill down. Everything is negotiable. Um, let's go to the next line. How are we doing for time, Larry? Uh, we're, we're getting out about seven and I know some people have to drop off. So let's, let's try to wrap it up pretty quickly. Um, uh, as Sean mentioned with the questions, you know, if you, if, if you have questions, we're going to be here the next three weeks. Um, so we're going to be more than happy to answer them or you can just email us offline. Oh, so let's keep going. Let's finish it off. We've got a few more slides left. This is important stuff. Um, let's talk about, um, rentals and owners, rental apartments for those that are renting. Okay. Now I'm a landlord and I'm also a tenant when it comes to my store, my commercial space. Now I've had, um, a tenant in particular reach out to me via email and quote me and say, hey, Sean, you know, I heard that mortgages are being suspended for three months, so we're not paying you rent for three months. And I just think in negotiating 101, there's things that are called relationship building and having a conversation with that person, which changes the Some of you guys may be renting into a management company, but if you're renting into a landlord where you're within reach of that landlord, I would suggest you call that landlord personally and figure out where their positions are are what their positions are because you know like i told the tenant i responded via email like yes a mortgage payment is part of my expense but it's not my only expense to keep a building going there's gas there's heat there's light there's taxes there's other things and if and if you take the initiative to having a conversation understanding you may be able to work something out that's favorable for both ends rather than sending a blanket email and acting like you know it all versus they don't know and you're going to dictate to your landlord what you're going to do I had another friend of mine call me today and tell me that, you know, her cousin um, is trying to evict uh, somebody that's renting her place for a store because they decided not to pay rent. If you own commercials, if you're renting commercial space, once again, call your landlord, have a conversation, see where they're at and see what can be done. But don't assume that because what you read on what you read in the paper or online or, or heard on CNN applies to that person applies to you. And here's the stance you're going to take. Because what's happening, which people don't understand, evictions are suspended for 90 days. And I can tell you from a landlord's perspective, if you take an initiative to tell me that you know it all and you just stop paying me rent and you think that after 60, 90 days, I'm not going to take action, you're, you're, you've been, you're great, you're wrong. And I think most landlords, and I'm sure Jeff can add to the fact that's the case. But if you've called me, you've tried to work something out, I understand your dilemma, you stand a better chance. Because after 90 days, you'll see a lot of landlords filing for eviction or worst case, they won't renew your lease because we have that luxury to say, hey, and this, this is in any country, I'm not going to renew your lease because during these times, I sh I, you, sh you showed me your colors. And just like 
you can see on your end, oh, the landlord is having all these provisions given to them. We know the tenant is having all these provisions given to them as well. Everybody's getting money on both different ways. So, so who's to tell somebody what they should or shouldn't be doing? But I would suggest, again, just, just use diplomacy and have a conversation. All right. Um, tax filing in the United States, it was April 15th. Usually what it is, everybody's expended to July 15th. But I'll give you an example. Larry has said he applied for, he, he filed his tax and he got a response in four days. So if you can file now and you're, you know you're getting back a tax credit, it may be your best interest to do it now and now that you have the time because there's not supply and demand once again. There's not right. too many people out there. huh? John, I didn't just get my reply in four days. I got the cash in four days. Well, I didn't want to put it out there if you got a refund or not. I didn't know if you want to share that information. But yes, there you go. He got his cash in four days. So for those of you sitting there, there's another thing you can do. You can file your taxes if you have the time. File hey, them. Sean, Don't wait till July 15th when everybody's flooding in to do it. I just want a quick interjection on the insurance that you was um, talking about. Um, you, you dealt with health, but auto insurance, you have to remember anyone that's um, short on cash and they want to look at how they're going to spend their money, you need to call your insurance company because they're on the, the, the uh, casualty, casualty insurance and all the policies now, they're very low because there's no cause out to have an accident. So insurance companies are saving a ton of money and you'll find that most insurance companies will give you a refund on your premium to wow. some extent. So you need to contact your insurance company to find out what they will be giving you back on your coverage with your auto insurance as well. Yeah, you know, these are time like, I say it all the time in my classes, net income is revenue minus expenses. If you're not making the money, you can manage the expenses. Like I spent last week, people will laugh. If you call me last week, I was at, I was working on this FedEx report and just going through all the FedEx charges for my business and find, trying to find ways in which, you know, where mistakes were made, errors were made. And I found like in a week, $2,500 worth of, FedEx errors, that may not be a lot to some people, but that was a lot of money that was credited back to my credit card, you know, and simple okay. mistake, there were shipments that were even not even built, that were not even supposed to be built to my FedEx account that were, and if normal times, would I have been able to do this? No, I had one of my good friends that owned multiple restaurants, he said, Sean, I've just taken this time just to relax, because I've been on the go for five years, and I've just been able to clear my mind and read a book and just get my mind right, so there's, there's this time, yes, it's tragic what we're going through but there's an opportunity here for all of us um next next okay. slide i was going to add because i love when you say you know you you choose a day and you say it's find the money day and it for all those that have subscriptions to apps they're not using and all kinds of just uh recurring uh deductions from your accounts look for them i know i found some um and it adds up quick exactly even with my kids that we did an extra we did we cleaned my house from top to bottom. We took like six garbage bags worth of stuff that I know I would never have found had I didn't have this time. You know, family time has been great. Um, let me end it with um, understanding, like I've said throughout today's class, is that cash is king and you have to guard it. Guard it. Don't just give it out there. Just, just throw it out there. You have to guard the cash. And understand that the aftermath could be a potentially higher inflationary period down the road to so understand what the new norm would be coming up. Um, next week, I want to get into, and this will be more help. We, I'm sure the people that uh, do not live in the United States will probably enjoy it a little bit more. We're going to talk about the opportunities in today's environment because Dion, Mr. 850, Larry, myself, Adam, we're just positive thinking people. 
And it's hard for me to sit there and just talk depressing conversation and not find a light that we can all take advantage of. So this course is going to be positive conversation. And then I want to also get into, um, thank you to Eric Adams that we've talked about um, what I proposed to Eric Adams. Originally we were supposed to just do financial literacy. And I said, you know what? I think in these times people need wellness in its entirety. So I called upon people that I know like Dion and Chris and other people that may want to get involved. Like, let's make this like every day we try to at least five days a week do something related to wellness. So Dion, if people don't know, she's also a life coach as well. And she's going to get to talking about, you know, what she's doing. And I don't know if Chris is on. If he's not, I'll talk a little bit about what he's going to be doing every week. Um, Dion, go ahead. Sure. So um, on April 30th, I'm going to do a, a four-week uh, life coaching uh, seminar or webinar um, where we're going to basically look at how to ma- how to manage, you know, coping with COVID from a mental standpoint. You know, there's um, a lot swirling in the news, fears, the uncertainty, and there are strategies to set boundaries and still. Um, basically focus on your well-being to help you get through this, right? So that's what we're going to work on together. And that's going to be when, Dion? That's starting April 30th. So every Thursday from 6 to 7, the same time. Okay. And then also, Chris, I don't know if he's on, but he's going to be doing fitness training. He's my actually CrossFit guy. He's an excellent trainer. He's going to be starting next week, Monday. It's also free. Yeah, this is all free. My, my favorite word. It's free. And he's going to be doing fitness training starting April 20th um, for an hour. And everything is always going to be 6 to 7 p.m. All right. So from Monday next week, you can do fitness with, with Chris. And then from April 30th, you're going to have life coaching with Dion. And I'll be here every Tuesday. And, you know, your feed to me is actually two things. To tell a friend, because we want to, we want to get this very popular. I think it and we want to all share. So you owe it to tell not one friend, two friends, and then go to my podcast, two black guys with good credit, listen to a couple episodes and go to iTunes and leave a five star review that actually helps us. That helps further our mission of financial literacy. So please, I will share. Can you share our Instagram handles? Yes. My Instagram handle is financially clean. Sean, it's right it's not there, but I'm financially clean. Sean with a U S H A U N and Dion, your fine. Your, your, your Instagram handle is what? I'm going to type it right in here, but at Dion Nichols. We've got our, uh, if you look in the share screen, we've got all the ways you can connect with us. You know, we're active on Instagram. Oh, yeah. our I website, can leave a message too, right? Our, our so Facebook. Uh, we've got a Twitter. I'm assuming that's how some of you guys found out about all this. Um, and I know you guys need to go and we're over time, but you know, I just want to throw out a shout out to clean itself, right? Sean and Dion have mentioned the podcast a couple times, you know, they run a hugely successful podcast called two black guys with good credit. Uh, I don't know how many, how many episodes has it been like 50 nearly? We're at the 60, no, we're at- hitting oh, 70 almost. Yeah. 70, 70 episodes uh, focused on various aspects of personal finance. So honestly, a lot of the questions that are being asked right now, a lot of the bigger picture questions, you know, as you go along, Uh, feel free to, you can access them from our website. You can access them from iTunes, any sort of podcasting platform. Uh, And, you know, it's, it's a fantastic, fantastic resource. And the last thing I'm going to say, just as parting thoughts, um, you know, we are a nonprofit, as I mentioned in the beginning, and everything we're providing to you right now is free. 
Um, obviously, we're not asking for anything, but as a nonprofit, a lot of the ways we keep going is through, you know, the generous support of people like Oakenboro President Eric Adams, but also through, you know, your donations. And so uh, by helping us out, you know, going on our website, um, um, participating in one of the programs the one you see up there or just donating directly through our website, these are ways that we can keep providing this programming for you. Um, and again, you know, we're all here to make a change. Uh, we started out with kids. Uh, we moved to adults. I think Sean is a dreamer. Dion is a dreamer. And, you know, we really appreciate it if you just help us keep our mission going. Thank you, everybody, for joining in. This was all new to us. It was a first timer. Hopefully it wasn't too painful. Um, you know, we'll get better every week. Hope to see you guys next week. And uh, thank you guys for, for, for listening in. And we'll see you next week. And for people who asked, we are recording this, so we're going to work on distributing those out afterwards. Yes. Thanks, everybody. We'll, we'll thank you. All right. Hey, guys. Thank you. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation... Partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.